Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online podcast. GVC is a non-denominational church in Flint, Michigan, and our mission is simple. To love God, love people, and love life. I know that you will be blessed by the message and the words that God has for you today. Now, here's Pastor Tony. The Bible says so, you better do it. No, I'm just playing. I couldn't do that to you because I'm not that way. Because <laughs> there's times that I don't do it. <laughs> God gets on me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, tonight's prayer night. So I've got uh, some scriptures just going to stir up um, that, what's on the inside of us. And, um, but I want you to think of something because I'm going to go through some scriptures and just, just bring out some things, the heart of God for this time that we're in, I believe, and our church and making room for God and how our hearts got to be connected with that and what that looks like. And that's in prayer. But I want you just to think, not too much, but... Um, you've been going to church here, everybody that's here has been going to church here for a while, and uh, some longer than others, but there's got to be something in your heart that burns for your church. There's something you want to see in your church, whether it's people your age, it can be real simple, it can be like, I just want the fire of God, I just want to see the glory of God, I, I'm just giving you examples, you know. But just think, you know, I would just like to see this. And I'm not to put you on the spot, but I will put you on the spot. <laughs> so at the end, um, we're going to pray. We're going to come together and we're going to pray. But what we're going to do, I'm going to ask everybody. Everybody just tell me. I'm going to write down what you say. So make sure it's something in faith. Because we're going to put our faith on it. So if you want to be a millionaire and give to your church, you better watch out. <laughs> I'll be the biggest giver. <laughs> I just say that just as an example. <laughs> but um, I'm going to write it down up here, and then we're going to come together and we're going to pray. And pastor might back up what you ask for and say, well, yeah, and the word it says, because he's the walking Bible. And so he might help me up here, like the walking Bible might come up and... <laughs> I always call him that. <laughs> I'm like, don't you know where that is? Come on now. <laughs> um, but then we're going to pray, and we're going to believe God. And we're going to have our list, and we're going we're gonna to see it come to pass. Because that's the day that we're living in. Just like he said, double. Your portion. You will rejoice. It says your people will rejoice in their land, in their portion. Well, that means, whew, I'm seeing it. It's coming to pass. Those things that I desire, those things that I declared and told God I wanted to see, it's popping up. And the new. The Bible says it's brand new. In fact, let me just read this real quick. I think God's really doing something with us. And so you just got to stop. Sometimes with God, you just want to keep plowing, keep plowing, keep plowing. And, you know, if you have that kind of personality that can't sit still, <laughs> you know, sometimes I think of that my son's that way. <laughs> like, just be still. Shh. 
like his dad all the time on him. I'm like, he's like, why, why can you not sit still? I'm like, cause he's a seven year old boy. <laughs> you know? I'm like, yeah, dad probably acted like that too. <laughs> but sometimes we just can't, we just keep going, keep going, keep going. And God just says, Hey, hold up for a minute. Hold up. You need to really get this in you because that's where the blessing is. That's where the fulfillment is right now in this moment. So over in Isaiah 43, hopefully I'm saying it the right way. <laughs> they told me on Sunday, you said one of them wrong. <laughs> Isaiah 43, verse, it starts at verse 16 through 21. But when you get down there, it says, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. I got a lot of old history that I'd like to keep going over. <laughs> I've been there, done that, like feels like 10 times already. And you're saying that you're going to do it now? That's what he said. He's going to do it now. And it says, be alert, be present. That's a lot just right there. Stop going over old history, even with people. <laughs> we got to love people. We got to see the best in them. There might be people you work alongside here at church, and you're like, they're always late. Been that way the whole time. Still going <laughs> old history. <laughs> you got you to gotta see the best. Because it's all about faith. Be alert, be present. So you can, you can not be alert by ignoring what God's telling you. I'm, it is so strong in me, it's happening. In fact, when, when Pastor was talking about sowing, and he said uh, sowing for unsaved people, I saw it. You sow. You sow. I'm sowing for that um, mate. I'm sowing for my children that are far off. I'm sowing toward that. And you put your faith on it. Because that's the hour that God's doing this. He's doing this in our church. And it's good. But be alert. Be present. So don't just pass it off like, oh, you know, and forget about it. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. So it takes faith to see it. Can't keep going over old history. <laughs> Been there, done that. Can't say that anymore. You got to get that out of our vocabulary. It's a brand new day. And you got to check up on what you're saying. If you start wanting to be negative, <laughs> come to church. Come to church. And you don't see a lot of people on a day. You come to church this Sunday. It's a holiday. And you, you get it in your mind already. Like, well, there's not going to be that many people there. And you get that lackadaisical attitude coming. In. No, we can't do that anymore. That's the old history. God's doing something new. Brand new. And so every day when I get up, Lord, I thank you. Because we have sown seed for the devil. We're not telling you something we haven't done. When we say, get in now, sow now, God gave me that. 
for this church. And so we believe him. So I was like, all right. So he told you the story. We just sewed. And I, if I leave it to the side and never talk about that again, then it won't happen. It'll just be money we gave. Bless that ministry. <laughs> but I say to God, God, I thank you. We have sown. And we believe you at your word that we, are, we have double. And I tell them what I want. Double people, double money. I always say spiritually, um, naturally, and financially. But specifically, we want double people, right? And we need double money. Because <laughs> money's going to help us move forward. I don't, I don't not do it for one day. And then all throughout the day, it's like the Holy Spirit reminds me. I'm like, God, I thank you. And it's as simple as that. God, I thank you. So I'm just constantly reminding God. That's being alert and being present. So I'm just explaining it because we can get up here and tell you all about it. But you, you need to experience it, one, in your church. But you need to experience it in your life, in you. It's not just something great for us, but it's our church. And so we're seeing it. If you were here last Sunday, and if you were here the Sunday before, when we were in prayer this, tonight, I was like, oh, God reminded me that it was a while, a long time ago, probably. But we prayed that we're coming into a time that you're, you'll come one Sunday, and then you'll come to the next Sunday, and you can't look back to the Sunday last week to know what God's going to do this Sunday because it's going to look totally different. It's going to keep getting better and better and better. And we saw that in prayer. It's happening. <laughs> and so this isn't just a passing thing we do, pray, prayer. No, when we pray, we believe that God's doing it. And the Bible says when we come together, there's power in numbers in prayer. We're going to put the devil to flight. And we're going to call those things that be not as though they are. And we're going to declare what we want to see. Because we as a church, we have sown as a church. So you're in on that. And so you're going to think for a few more minutes. And we'll come back to it. Praise the Lord. So we'll just do some scriptures here. I'm looking at the time. I'm like the only one around here that can't figure out the time when I look up there. But I need them all to be like, here we go. You got 10 more minutes. <laughs> I need it always plain as day <laughs> out in front. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So over in 1 John chapter 5, verses 14. We'll, we'll just do verse 14. You say 14, 15. It says, if we ask anything according to his will, that is consistent. This is the message um, translation. We ask anything according to his will, God's will. How do we know God's will? This thing you call the Bible. It's going to be his will. That is consistent with his plan and purpose. He hears us. We know we have those things. That's really good. So uh, when you look at prayer, there's a, a lot of people that pray. And then there are those people that pray um, right. That when you hear them pray, you're like, they know how to pray, and they get their prayers answered. Well, those are the people I want to learn from. <laughs> I'm not here to just pray 
to God and hope that something happens. But when it says when we pray according to his plan and his purpose, I can have those things. I can believe for those things, and they'll come to pass in my life. But you can even take that a step further. Um, remember I said this is the revealed will of God on Sunday? This is God's will for anything in my life. Everything I need, I can find something that says I can have it. But then you go a little further, everybody has a personal will, like an individual will or plan that God has for your life. But to know that it's not specifically in the Bible, like Kelly should pastor in Flint, Michigan. The only way I knew that is by the Holy Spirit that lives in me. And through knowing the voice of God and speaking to me and showing me which way to go. And so, and so that's his plan and his purpose praying according to his plan and his purpose. So uh, God called me to go to Bible school. And so I followed, felt like, you know, I just feel like I need to go back to, back home. That's what I told my dad. He just feel like I need to go back home and didn't know I was going to Bible school yet. But I just feel like I need to go back home. He didn't understand it, um, didn't want me to go. Wanted me to stay because when I was on my way, being successful, young, had a really good job. I mean, all on my own, I was doing very well. And so my dad was like, well, you should stay here. I'm helping you. But yet there was a will and a purpose that God had. And I followed that little by little. And then it landed to Bible school. And then it landed to meeting my mate, and then it landed, pastoring a church, and it just keeps going. It's a process. And so when we come together and when you pray, God doesn't give you everything all at once. But that's what we do when we come here. We get a piece and a piece and a piece, and we put them together. And so your, your supply is very important to that process. So we can come and pray from our head or we can pray from our heart. A lot of people uh, pray from their heads because when something's, they go to God when something's wrong. And so instead of praying in faith from our spirit, we pray from our head. And then there's never any surety or it's always uncertain. We're not sure if God's really going to do that what I'm asking of him. And so when you pray by the Holy Spirit, you're praying from your spirit man. There, there can be um, a sure, sureness, a surety, I don't know, <laughs> an accuracy in your praying that I know God said this. I know that his word says this. And from my spirit, it propels my praying. Does that make sense? Then just praying from my intellect which is very good and right when you're praying according to the word. But then we tap into our spirit, and that's where the effectiveness comes. And so over in James chapter 5, verse 16, it says, The heartfelt 
fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much, makes tremendous power available to the situation that we're praying for. If it's our church, if it's specifically what we want to see, when we come together, we're, we're praying from our spirits. And that's where the power is made, is made or comes. And so when we come together and pray those things and then we come on a Sunday, we see the evidence and the result of praying that way. And so that's what we're seeing. It's really good. You saw it hit your pastor on Sunday morning. Almost like he just walked into it. He said he's never felt the anointing that strong. It was only the second time in your life. That's only the second time in his life he's felt it that strong, where it almost knocked him down. That's some pretty powerful stuff. And it's not anything scary. It's God's presence showing up and getting us ready to make another shift or turn. That's what we're doing. You know, back when we were at the old building, uh, Brother Marty said, um, <clears throat> make sure I get it right, the tide is turning, and it's turning to your favor. It was like, well, yeah, we're turning. <laughs> well, you almost sense that again. We're not going into a new building, but that which we've been praying for for two years or even before, it's making another turn, and it's going to show up. It's showing up. And so it... It's a very exciting day that we're living in when God shows up. It gets you even more excited. <laughs> so we make tremendous power available. I'm just making sure what scriptures. When a person is hungry, the deepest part of their spirit begins to call out for God, for something to fill that hunger. And so that's something that we've been praying for a long time is that we get hungry for God for the spirit of God, for the word of God. And so that's always in our prayers. And you see that. There's people that we're talking to. We're seeing it. We're seeing it in our kids. I was sharing with the people that came to at 530 that a mother just told me of her child just a few days ago, asleep, <laughs> praying to God <laughs> out of his spirit, in his sleep. I don't know if that does anything to you, but that just, I mean, it like ignites something on the inside of me like, yes, you know, like the spirit of God is alive in our kids. <laughs> you know, it's not pushing them to the side. They're going to be lights. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> and so I'm going to, over in Romans chapter 12, we're just going to stop at Romans chapter 12. And then uh, we'll give ourselves a little bit of time to pray. <clears throat> Over in Matthew chapter 7, it talks about whatever you're hungry for, that's what you'll get. And so in a world where there's all kinds of things and distractions, the devil's always wanting to distract you away from your hunger that's in, in here, in your spirit. Your spirit hungers to be with God. The Bible says that eternal life is this, that I may know you. <laughs> I may know you and know your presence. 
Bible says that's eternal life. So that means I can have that here on earth to know him. And when I know God and I know his voice, it ignites your prayer life. Because you don't ask amiss anymore. You don't ask without hope. But you know that which you are asking of God, you shall surely see. Praise the Lord. You know, over in Romans chapter 12, I don't know if your Bible like almost like gives you headings on your Bible, but I came across this scripture today and I couldn't leave here without sharing it with you because it was so good. And it kind of intertwines with prayer. But Romans chapter 12, when it starts the chapter, mine says behave at verse 9. Romans chapter 12, verse 9 is where it starts. And it says, behave like a Christian. Behave like a Christian. I'm going to share with you what that looks like. (laughs) Now, this is for me, but you just, if you can take it too. Says, now, this is from the message because I really like that translation because it brings it out um, even more. Love from the center of who you are. That's good. Don't fake it. Run for dear life from evil. Hold on for dear life to good. Be good friends who love deeply. Practice playing second fiddle. Okay, (laughs) it's not about me. Don't burn out. What? Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. We can stop right there. You ever feel burned out? Tired of doing it anymore? (laughs) I'm just tired, Lord. It says don't burn out. And he tells you to keep yourself Remember, this is Christian behave, behave like a Christian, like a child of God. <clears throat> keep yourself fueled. So keep yourself in the word. Keep yourself in prayer and aflame, on fire. You ever feel like your fires burn out? <laughs> Be alert. There's that word again. Servants of the master, cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Amen. Married to one like that. We're not quitters in this house. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Pray all the harder. Don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. When it's hard, do you you feel like praying more? (laughs) Behave like a Christian. It doesn't say behave like a pastor, <laughs> just, a, just a Christian. <clears throat> oh, hang on, lost my place. Oh, no, keep yourselves fueled. Be alert, servants of the mess, cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times, pray all the harder. Help needy Christians, be inventive in hospitality. It keeps on going, laugh with your happy friends when they're happy. Share tears when they're down. Get along with each other. <laughs> Don't be stuck up. Make friends with nobodies. Don't be the great somebody. Don't hit back. Discover beauty in everyone. 
if you've got it in you, get along with everybody. You do have it in you. Don't insist on getting even. That's not for you to do. I'll do the judging, says God. I'll take care of it. Our scriptures tell us that if you see your enemy hungry, go buy that person lunch. Or if he's thirsty, get him a drink. Your generosity will surprise him with goodness. Don't let evil get the best of you. Get the best of evil by doing good. Drop the mic. No, <laughs> That's really good scriptures, isn't it? came across that today. God talked to me all through it, and I thought, wow. God, you're so good. And that is in us. So as I'm reading it, you could feel your spirit just like, yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. So I'm getting my pen ready. You know, as it said, like doing good um, just to people, there is somebody that um, went to this church, got married back in years, a few years back, um, had some real major issues going on health-wise, could have died. And um, Pastor prayed for him. No more. Went back to the doctor. Couldn't find a trace of it. And uh, then he got married. And then he left. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> God just healed you. I mean, like, majorly. And you leave. So, I mean, you can, you can get hurt sometimes when people leave. And you're just like, like what? <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> can I slap you? <laughs> and so, you know, we're still friends on Facebook. And so we just kind of follow his life. Just doing whatever. <clears throat> you know, like, uh, was it like a month ago? It wasn't that long ago. I was going to the bank. Just right down the road, going to the bank. And the bank wasn't open yet. And I was like, oh. And so I left, came back, and then I got to wait like 10 more minutes before the bank opens. <laughs> and so, um, and somebody in a black truck, they get out, and they're going up, and I, I'm thinking to myself, it's not open yet. Well, I see the guy go, but then it's getting close to opening. I'm so, well, I'll just go ahead and get out. And then he's kind of walking back like, all right, I'm waiting. And it was this guy. I don't think it's by chance. And so I'm like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, doing good, doing all right. Just talk to me. Nice. Said, hey. He said, yeah, how are you doing down at the new building? It's really good, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, you should come check it out. Haven't seen him yet. But I just loved on him. Hey, it was great to see you. <clears throat> just a few days ago, I was seeing posts on uh, Facebook last weekend. He was in the hospital, and then his son got in a bad car accident. So they were both in the hospital. He's out of the hospital now. He was in ICU. He's not really saying what, what's going on. But then I saw a post, you know, I'm uh, up at 3.30 in the morning with a terrible headache. That's kind of what was going on before in his brain. And terrible headache, and I had to take, you know, taking his medicine that it was prescribed. Just doesn't sound like real good post. And I haven't reached out to him because I thought, well, that's something that pastors should do. And uh, then... Yesterday, I read a really disturbing post that he was responding to somebody. And he said, yeah, they sent me home to die. 
That may not do anything to you. That's why we do what we do, to love people. And so my first thing was like, God, we got to get a hold of him because we have the answer. And he, he said on his post, you know, I'm, I'm doing good. I know where I'm going, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm not sure you know where you're going, though. <laughs> so, like, Romans 12, like, it just stirs that in you. That's why we're here. That's why you're here. Don't let the devil distract you from your purpose. Just because somebody doesn't do what you think they should do. Because the devil's behind it. And so we could have a bad attitude, but here, because we kept our attitude good, didn't want to sometimes, but God's sending him back to us. You say, well, how do you know that? It's not by chance that I ran into him. Oh, no, not with that kind of news weeks later. And ever since I ran into him, I can't stop thinking about him. Like, we should, we should get a hold of him. It's always been, like, we should just call him. We, I don't know, we should just, something. So I believe God orders your steps. And God orders your steps, not just ours. And God will lead you in this day to the people that need him crucially need him because they may not be here in a week so it's in that where you live in that hour to be alert to be present how many times do you go into a store just in and out don't talk to me let's just go in and out (laughs) we can't be that way (laughs) we have to go in with a purpose Holy Spirit, do I need to, is there somebody that needs me here? I guarantee you there is. <laughs> Maybe it's you just giving them joy. Maybe it's you blessing them. Maybe it's you buying something for them or buying their couple things they need or groceries. Maybe it's something like that. Or maybe it's praying for somebody. Maybe it's asking them, do you know Jesus? You need to. Praise the Lord. So Romans 12 helps us to know how we are to behave. So with all of that (laughs) heavy-hearted, I was just thinking that when I was reading that at the end, it just, I thought of him again. And so that's why I shared it. Just that's, that's love. And that, we ought to keep that before us, Romans 12. That be our checklist of what we're doing how we're acting. Praise the Lord. And so, you've had a lot of time (laughs) to think. (laughs) I'm going to be the secretary. Take good notes. (laughs) So I won't put you on the spot, but if you have something, just like say it out to me Um, for the church. Every seat filled, that's a good problem to have. And in our kids' ministry. 
in, in the auditorium, in big kids and in little kids. <laughs> Oh, I can hook up with that one. <laughs> parking lot. New parking lot. Woo, that's a... <laughs> Sandy probably has a list. <laughs> Check it. <laughs> Anybody else? No? Going once? Going twice? <laughs> and sold. <laughs> that would be kind of fun to do. We should have an auction. <laughs> I just want to be the one that <laughs> sold. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Do you have anything to add to that? Afterwards. All right. Got any scripture for us? or? Nope. All right. I'm just giving you like, the, you know. He's on vacation <laughs> already. <laughs> oh, no, he's got one more day. <laughs> That's right. Praise the Lord. So, <laughs> if you want to write these down in your own time, you can pray too, or just we're going to hook up and believe God. So, we said every seat filled in our auditorium and our kids' ministries. New parking lot with new lights. Passionate hunger for God. Miraculous healing manifested double. GBC family continued to grow. Debts canceled. Um, and hearts to serve. Pretty good. Everybody's kind of right on, so that's awesome. <laughs> like, it's all kind of like right there. So we're all, we're all in unity. That's a good thing. So when we pray and come together, the Bible says that we come when we come, it says we only need two people. Two or more. We put the devil to flight. So what we're going to do, we're going to take our authority. The Bible says that Jesus gave us his authority. So we have the right to tell the devil to stop. And so we're going to take our authority and uh, faith. We're going to believe God that we will see these things this year, that we have sown seed as a church and that we declare all these and so you just pray along. If you want to stand and pray, you want to walk, however you pray best. And so we'll take the next few minutes and um, pray together. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Praise God. So, Father, I thank you for everyone that's come tonight. Lord, I thank you that as we come together and pray before you, that we see ourselves seated in heavenly places far above. For that is exactly what you told us in your word. That because of Jesus and what Jesus has done, when we go to pray, we don't pray from down here, but we pray from the place of victory. We pray seated in heavenly places, far above all principalities, all rule, all dominion, all power, in Jesus' name, over the enemy. And so, Father, we lift up our church to you. We thank you, God, for what you're doing, for what you've been doing, what you're still doing, and what you're going to do. We take up our authority. We come against you, devil, right now in the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus, we command you to stop. You and all of your demon spirits. Yep, and you spirit of lack. Nope. You are gone. And so we declare now in the name of Jesus <laughs> that it's not working. That we command you to cease and desist. We command you to stop now and to go. And we plead the blood over this church. We plead the blood. We plead the blood. We plead the blood. We thank you for the blood. Jesus is blood that covers this church. All around these grounds. Everyone in this church. I thank you that we're covered. And so, Father, we plead the blood over our people. We plead the blood over the people that are, need to be here. We plead the blood over the finances, every bill. We plead the blood now over the very atmosphere in our church. And so, Father, we have sown seed as a church. You said that instead of our former shame, our humiliation we will have a double portion instead of our humiliation that we the people we will shout for joy over our portion so therefore in our land in this land we are possessing double double Lord so we thank you Lord for double people double seats filled every seat in this auditorium there's coming a day really really soon it's upon us every chair filled going to have to look into two services look into different avenues of supporting ministry and being able to handle what is coming lord i thank you we'll get ready for that so i thank you lord for double in our kids ministries in our nursery in our big kids, in the little kids, every seat, and our youth, our teens, Lord. And so, Father, the first thought when I say double is we need more workers. And so we thank you, Lord, that it's everyone in this church has a heart to serve. Ah, more laborers, double laborers, double laborers, people that have a heart for babies people that have a heart for teenagers, people that have a heart for kids, all the different ages, Lord, that we're not just putting people in places that are just, well, I'm just here to help. No, uh-uh. <laughs> no. People with a heart that are anointed to serve in that area, specifically laborers of every kind. Lord, we thank you. Laborers for outside, to take care of things outside, to take care of things inside laborers of money but i thank you lord yeah for people double to just be a blessing so father we thank you for passionate hunger for god in this church lord we've sown seed and so we call on that seed now we call on your word and we thank you lord for double hunger <laughs> yeah it'll hit us first <laughs> it's already working double hunger 
double hunger, a deep, deep calls unto deep, the intimate things of God. Oh my, sweeping across this church, the very anointing and the power of God, filling and flooding us to overflowing. <laughs> Rivers of living waters that are flowing out of us to others. Lord, I thank you for miraculous healings, double healings, multiplied, manifested, the gifts of the Spirit, the healing anointing. We thank you, Lord, for miracles, signs, and wonders, that it is multiplied in this church. We thank you, Father, that we are continuing to grow double, that debts are canceled. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. I like that one. So you spirit of lack, it may be through bad decisions. It may be for, I don't care what it's from. Lord, this is a new day and a new season. So in this day, in this season, debts are canceling. <laughs> I just see them. God, you're helping us. You're giving us with wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. You're directing us on what to do, how to do it, when to do it. And God, you. Yeah. So that we are following your word and your system of blessing and your system of debt cancellation. And so I thank you that we are a church full of tithers and givers. <laughs> Double double tithers, double givers, that we are a people that sow because we have seen God do for us what we couldn't do on our own. But through our sowing, God multiplied it in our life and it showed up. So I thank you, Father. The spirit of lack is gone and we have put it to flight by our giving. Because by our sowing and our giving, we have said, I trust God. I don't trust, we don't trust in money and mammon. We trust our God, that he sees us through. And so I thank you, Lord, that it will be multiplied unto us because of that. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so we just take the next few minutes and we're just going to pray in the spirit. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and take a look at all of our social media sites, which can be found at our website, gvchurch.tv. We know that today's message has been a blessing to you. Thanks for listening. We are Genesee Valley Church, loving God, loving people, and loving life.